You are listening to the Lima Community Church Podcast. The following was recorded at Lima Community Church of the Nazarene in Lima, Ohio. Two thousand four hundred and sixty-six years ago, a man heard a story, and it broke his heart. And he began to weep. And then he began to pray. The man's name was Nehemiah, and the story he heard was that uh, his homeland, and particularly his home city of Jerusalem, lay in ruins. Its wall destroyed. The the gates burnt and ruined. And it, it caused great angst of his soul. In fact, here's, here's what the Bible said about it. Nehemiah 1.4. When I heard these things, I sat down and wept. For some days I mourned and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven. Actually, it was more than three months he fasted and prayed. Jerusalem was in ruins. Gates broken, walls down. There was no protection for anyone living in Jerusalem, and as a result, they, uh, they were disgraced. Every time they walked amongst the rubble, they felt their failure. So in the last seven weeks, we've traced the steps of Nehemiah. We've watched his strategic thinking. We've remembered his counter defense to the opposition. Uh, we, we heard over and over again the obstacles that were overcome. And the wall was rebuilt and the gates rehung. In fact, it happened in 52 days, which was nothing short of amazing. From this one man's brokenheartedness, we saw people revived, a wall rebuilt, and pride restored to a formerly defeated people. And so for the last several weeks, we have drawn lines in parallel Parallel between what happened in Nehemiah's day and what is happening in ours. Our cities are no longer surrounded by walls, but we have walls of other kinds. One of the walls is the church. And after the year we've had, what would you call the year we've had? A year of fear? Well, for some. A year of panic? I imagine for a few. A year of cynicism? For too many, a year of isolation for far too many. And so we have looked to the ancient wisdom of this little book in the Bible to remind ourselves that we need one another, that we were made for one another, that we were built to live together in community, and that we are always stronger, better, pure when we live together. We have learned that opposition is a constant. It never goes away. We have learned that there are no unimportant people. There were several genealogies that listed all the people because every person was important and every person here was important as well. We've learned that God can do so much more through us together than through any one of us or any several of us alone. We've learned that we can trust in the God who provides. I'm gonna get ready here so if we can... Get our, our, our uh, I've just got a couple more things to say here. So you've got a really special service in front of you. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just telling you. It's good. We're going to hear from some of our, of our own church folks and what the Lord's been doing through them. So if they want to just start coming up today, we'll hear some testimonies.
from some of our people who have been placing stones back on a wall. Listen as they share with you what the church means to them and what they are doing to rebuild. friends. My name's Pat, and I, not all of my life, actually a lot of my life I haven't known the Lord, and my middle years I'd sit out there where you guys are sitting right now, and I'd hear the messages, the words about how God loved me, and how awesome he was, and it wasn't until I took those teachings and I put them in practice did I have a relationship with the Lord. And on that walk, I discovered that I love kids. And um, I love teaching the little kids about Jesus and how he's always there, how if they reach their hand out, he's there to grab it. He will never leave them. He's always with them. And it looks like my time's up. (laughs) That's not a lot of time. But thank you for listening to me. And for that reason, I want to place this brick on this wall to keep the enemy out. Thank you. We are all now children of God. This church means everything to us. I'm Bill. Um, as I continue this uh, journey through life, uh, uh, through all the good, the bad, and all the in-betweens, I, a fable, favorite Bible verse, uh, James 4, 8, always re, I always reflect, reflect back to, um, uh, the closer I grow to God, the closer God grows to me. Uh, pray for our communities and uh, world peace. Thank you. Jim. Uh, we've been coming to Lima Community for, oh, since about 2004, and we soon got involved in children's ministry, Jim, sooner than I did. But um, coming here, we've not only gained new family, but it's helped us to see beyond ourselves. We have gained more compassionate hearts and a desire to love and serve. What God has spoken to us in our hearts is to love and guide children of all ages and abilities. And we're using our gifts and talents uh, to help children build build their spiritual foundation of faith in God and to understand his grace and guide them to have a grateful heart. This includes kids in our downtown where we regularly serve and other child-focused ministries throughout the church here. Hi, my name is Delaney. Um, The church has made a really big difference in my life because I built relationships with a lot of different people through being in the youth ministry and in the quizzing ministry. And these people have really become great spiritual mentors for me and they've made a big impact in my life. Um, I've also learned how to hear God's voice through being in the quizzing ministry and learning how to memorize scripture. And all of these things have really helped me to build a strong, a strong foundation for my life and also with my, my walk with Christ.
this church has really made a difference in my life. And the people at this church have made a difference too by being here for me. Miss Pam has been here for me since I was four years old. She's encouraged me since I was at age two. She encouraged me when I had my solo for the Christmas concert. She encouraged me when I got baptized. And since I have a relationship with her, I'm not afraid to ask her for help. This taught me that you should never be afraid to ask God for help. My family's life group is also very supportive of each other. They're good people, and they helped us at a time we needed peace by praying for us. There's so many reasons why I love going to this church, but best of all is the community of people that we are friends with at this church, and I love playing with their adorable little kids. Hi, my name is Bray Collier. And the church has always been a, an important part of my life, especially these last few years. When I was diagnosed with leukemia at the age of nine, everyone here had my back. I decided to get baptized a few months later and give my life to God. Last fall, when my dad had COVID-19 and was in ICU on a vent, the church's prayers and support helped us get through those very hard times. It helped me put more faith in my Lord and Savior. Thank you for all the prayers. Good morning. Um, my testimony really is about the goodness of God. Um, I came to accept Christ as my Savior when I was uh, pretty young. Um, but that's not to say that once you accept Christ into your life, you have a you have a life that's just easy and um, it's without difficulty or struggle. Um, in fact, the the word tells us that even though we have Christ in our life, that we will have difficulty, that we will have trials and tribulations, but he promises us that he will be with us through them all, that he'll deliver us out of them all, that regardless of whether we're on the mountaintop or we're in the deepest valley, valley that he'll walk with us, that he'll be with us even until the end of the earth. He tells us these promises and he's faithful. And in my life, early on, I knew that I wanted to teach and I had people that that said, you know, you don't belong. That's really probably, that's maybe not what you should do. People my own age and um, that was hurtful, but I was in church and I had, I was surrounded with people who spoke life and truth and the promises of God's word into my life. So that's part of my life now is speaking God's goodness and reminding children and reminding my family and reminding myself of the promises that God has for my life and for your life. He has good plans for us. I pray that we would see God's goodness in the land of the living, and that's us, right? That's us. And if we can show that life and that love and the truth to this world, then we can continue to build on God's promises. Uh, good morning, my name is uh, Ron Rofe, and uh, I just want to let you guys know, in 1983, I was hit by a car 
uh, riding moped and I lost use of my right leg and uh, struggled with severe nerve pain all my life. Uh, I'll clear up the fentanyl patches to try to control the pain. Uh, 2016 on Mayus Walk, I met uh, some brothers in Christ who uh, anointed me with oil, which I was born and raised in a church I had never even heard of. So they anointed me with oil, they prayed over me, and it took about two months, and I was off of uh, all my pain medication. So I, uh, thank you. I owe a lot to uh, God for that. So using the uh, Alpha program here at church, uh, also the Emmaus Walk uh, program uh, and, and any other opportunity, I try to share my testimony and try to lead people to have a true relationship with Christ. Thank you. The local church, this local body, being a part of the body of Christ, has been a vital part of our um, entire family's journey. Uh, as we raised our four children, we, we found it a place to be, a, a place to belong, and a place to be discipled, and a place to help disciple others, and then a place to serve. Um, I receive instruction through the preaching and teaching, through worship, um, that continues to cause me to be challenged, to grow in my faith and obedience, and keep my awareness of the kingdom of, of God uh, strong. Um, the local church is truly the hope of the world and means everything to me, and I thank you, each of you, for being part of that journey with me. Hi, I'm Shirley, and I want to tell you about just one thing about how this church has impacted my life. And it was the hardest, hardest thing I've ever gone through. But my daughter became ill and passed away. And during that time, when she was in the hospital, the pastors came and prayed. My small group came and prayed. The worship team came and prayed. Everybody supported me in so many ways. I can't even, I can't even count the ways. And it let me know that all of us, no matter who we are, we can be strong, independent, self-reliant individuals. We all need a very strong church family, and that's what I had. And I was known and I was loved, and they showed it in so many ways, that while I was in my darkest time and I was so full of grief, they just kept my head above water. They, they kept me... They just kept me so that I didn't drown. And um, my friends and family did as well, but my church family meant so much to me during that time, and they still do. Um, it's funny, but it's like if you don't have people that love you and know you in a church, you're kind of like adrift. How did people know me and love me in this, this size of a church, in this big of a church? How do you be known and loved? Well, I had found my place in church, and it was to worship and be in the worship team. First, I started out in the choir, and then I joined the worship team. And each step that I took, then I, then I joined a small group, made me have more intimate and good relationships with others here at church. And that's how they knew me. That's how they loved me. And then that's how they could show their love to me when I needed it the most. 
So as I thought about this block and how Nehemiah built a wall around the city of Jerusalem and it was a wall of protection, that's what happened with me. My church family built a wall of protection around me so that I came out of the worst time of my life joyful and whole. So I'm very grateful. Hi, my name is Kevin, and uh, I first came to this church six and a half years ago, uh, despondent, broken, beaten down by a lifetime plagued with addiction. Um, this church accepted me, nurtured, cared, and loved me, um, brought me in, mentored me, um, created an environment that showed me love, showed me God's love. Um, and now here I am six and a half years later, I work in a treatment center and help others that struggle with addiction. So I just want to say thank you to all of you who've been a part of this journey for me. Thanks. Good morning. My name is Kelly. About 20 years ago, I left work early one day and I went home to find my husband with another woman. I was devastated to say the least and I was broken and I didn't know which way to turn. So I turned to drugs. That was the wrong way. As I cried out to the Lord, he surrounded me by good people. He surrounded me by his people and I began to heal. A couple years later, he called home one of my dear friends. And again, he surrounded me by his people. And then he called home my mother. But again, he surrounded me by his people. And then he called home my son to an overdose. And he took my grandson from me. And I said, that's it. Quit sending your people. This is not working for me. So God came to me himself, and he walked with me, and he talked with me. And at times he held me, and sometimes he lifted me and carried me. And then one day he said, okay, Cal, it's time to quit hurting and help others heal. So three years ago, we opened Andrew's House of Hope, and today we continue to help others who are hurting. We help them to heal in their recovery. God is great. My name is Dennis. When I was in high school, I had uh, youth pastors and counselors impact my life. They shared the love of Christ with me. They taught me how to follow God by their example. That example created a passion in my own life, and though I maybe didn't realize it at the time, it called me into a lifetime ministry of uh, youth ministry and working in the investment of young adults. In youth ministry, we have fun. We take opportunities to try to figure out how to allow God to speak to us. We read scripture, we pray, we build relationships, and we share life. We've seen God do some really great things in us. Thank you. I was a classic PK. 
it's a long, hard journey. Uh, one day, about 16 years ago, I walked into this church alone, and uh, it's probably the most welcoming experience of my life, and I think this is still the most welcoming place I know. Um, not long after I walked in here, I met my wife, whom many of you know, Amanda. She's wonderful. Um, we're just so thankful that all three of our children can grow up in this church. Um, this church has taught me that serving is more important than receiving. Um, they taught me that through sometimes serving my family when I wasn't able to, to take care of them myself. And so uh, we're thankful to be a part. We're thankful to, this is our family. <laughs> you are our family. And uh, we love you. We appreciate it. And uh, I hope that this block represents uh, some of how we've given back to you and to others in the community. I encourage you to think about in what capacity you could serve here as well. Thank you all. Love you. Good morning, my name's Dave, and Julie and I started coming to the church here about six years ago and, and have been blessed. And one of the things that was attractive about the church was, I would call it, it was a missional church. It was a church that said, go, go out into the world and make a difference, impact the world for Jesus. And uh, that's exactly the heart that we have uh, in respect to our lives. Um, you know, I don't see in the scripture where it says, here's your Christian life, and here's your everyday life. They should be one and one together. And over the course of time, my story is that I grew up in the business world, but also was involved with ministry. And I grew, uh, grew up, uh, went to, um, uh, to college, came back, ended up uh, being a part of a family business for about 20 years, coached high school football uh, for about 14 years at Pandora Gilboa High School. And then I felt called to be a pastor and uh, ended up being a pastor for nine years at St. John Mennonite Church over in Pandora. And late in that time period, I started feeling I, I really believed I needed to get back into what I would call ministry in the marketplace. And was very fortunate, a good friend of mine, Jeff Sprague, who goes to this church, invited me to consider working at Allen Economic Development Group. And I did, and have been blessed for about six years working there. And ultimately, the goal is to, uh, to help in the economic condition of the people of Lima Allen County. I would say this, in all those transitions, the most important thing is we all need to consider that uh, work is to be worship, no matter what setting you're in. I would say for all of us, go and worship and serve. Thank you. Hi, we're Clyde and Carolyn. We've always worked in missions and loved every bit of it. But one day God said, uh, can you fold clothes? You know, being a mom, yeah, you fold clothes. We started a clothing ministry and we have loved every bit of it. You have been a part of it and we are so thankful. You've put clothing in the barn out across the parking lot. You've put linen, you put shoes, the, all those kinds of things. We had a wonderful group of senior citizens who has been so faithful.
coming out, helping fold clothes, sort through them. We found beautiful sweaters, beautiful clothing, and a few things we weren't quite sure what they were. <laughs> but it's been fun. You know, it's fun serving the Lord. He has blessed you in so many ways. And one of the things that Clyde really enjoyed on a trip to Ukraine, he saw a young man with a sweatshirt on. It said, Wapakoneta. <laughs> and that's important because that's where we graduated from. Anyway, it's a joy to serve the Lord. We appreciate everybody who's given us encouragement and help along the way. Thank you. Hello, uh, my name is Mark Bloss and I started attending this church about four years ago. Um, this church has meant so much to me as I've formed new relationships and I've witnessed God's love in action. Um, this has emboldened me to use the gifts that he's blessed me with to make a difference in the community. It's been put upon my heart to make a difference in housing. In a project at a time, uh, we work to make the housing um, a better quality stock, um, one that is vibrant, inviting, and gives the community a sense of hope. Hi, I'm Kristen. Um, I, after college and coming back from being abroad, I had two concerns on my mind. Um, first, how was I going to make good Christian uh, friends around here, and how was I going to serve and make a difference? Um, so I found three groups around this, this church. Um, I volunteer at the Axis with the high school kids, um, and then the church choir, and also YAMS, Young Adult Ministry. Um, and through that, I've been really blessed. Um, I've been able to mentor people younger than me, but also been mentored by um, several people older than me. Good morning, my name is Mike and I've been a member here for 20 years and uh, there's been some low times in my life and uh, the great people here at this church have lifted me up and prayed for me and I'm excited to say that I'm, <laughs> I'm so happy to be in this church. Um, I have the privilege to play the guitar on the worship team and I knew many years ago that the Lord wanted me to bring people to worship, and that is my passion, to have people worship the Lord Jesus Christ. And come into your heart. Thank you. Good morning. I'm Vern, and this is my husband, Vaughn. <laughs> uh, I started attending this church back in 2005, and uh, like many of the others have stated, uh, I got involved in small group, created friendships, and, and a lot of close friendships. Uh, and then tragedy struck, as did with Vern. Um, our marriages failed, uh, our previous marriages, and uh, I relied very heavily on those friendships and relationships. And uh, it's from that that you learn 
the value and the, the godly influence of a quality church from the staff, from uh, friendships, small groups, all those things um, rally around you, all those people do, and they lift you up in the very low times, as Mike just mentioned. And uh, from that, when Vern and I met uh, at a different, met at a different church, actually, uh, and we decided to attend here, and the Lord spoke to us that we were to be people of peace. Uh, we have two broken families. We are to bring peace into those families, into those relationships, and into those relationships in this church and work. Every place that we go, we are to be people of peace. And from that, we, uh, we have helped out in YAMS, Young Adult Ministries, uh, for quite a while now. And we are bringing that peace and the love of God into the next generation and influencing those young adults uh, to live lives of community and worship and faith. Hello, my name is Phyllis. I joined this church seven years ago, and the reason I was attracted to this church is because you people actually care what goes on outside these walls, and you're part of Lima Allen County and a greater community. I have been a social worker for 32 years in Lima Allen County. My caseload involved victims of violent crime. I have seen the worst of the worst, and for whatever reason, God Almighty gave me the ability to feel the pain of the victims in my heart. But that put me in the unique position of being an encourager and encouraging people through times that were terrible. But I will tell you this, encourager and encouragement is not positive attitude, it is not positive vibes, it is Jesus Christ. And we have to pass it on. We have to pass the love of Jesus Christ on as encouragers. And I would encourage you to examine yourselves. You all have phenomenal gifts. And if used for the kingdom, we will do great things. In Jesus' name. So for the last seven weeks, we've talked about Nehemiah. And it's been strategic. We tried to learn from what they did then and what we need to do today. Because we are absolutely convinced of this. The church of Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. It's not a social club. It's not somewhere we come when the weather's not too nice. It's not on a list of things to do that we prioritize and sometimes it makes it and sometimes it doesn't. It's life and blood. It's the breath that we breathe. The church of Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. And we are building the church in a day when 75% of our neighbors don't care. Sometimes there are believers who are tempted not to care. And I would say to you, the church of Jesus Christ is the hope of the world. So I'm going to ask you to bow your heads and 
I'm going to give you three things to pray about right now. We've talked about rebuilding walls. And here's the first one. Your own heart. Is there some repair that needs to be done on your heart, your spiritual heart? Are there some things you need to confess and repent of? Are are there some areas in your life you need to talk to the Lord and say, Lord, I, I, I don't want this. This isn't who I am. I need your forgiveness. Would you take a moment and pray about your heart? There's a second area that we want to pray about. And that is our commitment, our, our standing by the church. What is our response to the church? Are we all in? Would you take a moment and pray about your response to the church? God said to Moses, what do you have in your hand? So it happened he had a staff, and so God told him to throw it down. But if he had something else, he would have made use of that. What do you have in your hand? One of our people who testified here said, I've got, I've got a business acumen. That's what's in my hands, and that's how the Lord's using me. What do you have in your hands? Is it, is it something you can surrender to the Lord and say, Lord, would you use this? Would you use me? I surrender this to you. Would you take a moment and pray about that? Father, at a time when many people have lost their commitment to the church and many people have stopped coming, I pray for those of us here that the truth of the power of your body would burn our hearts. I pray that the greatest days of our Christian experience in our life together are yet to come. I pray that you would build your church and that the gates of hell would not prevail against it. We live in a broken world and we know you care deeply about it and we want to be part of the solution. So we surrender to you and we ask your help in the name of Jesus. Amen.
Thank you for listening. For more information about our church, visit limacommunitychurch.com.